the Pro Wrestling Bowl. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you, because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three, and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't have to. All right, everybody. We're live with the Combat Cast. It's the man they call Dave. It's Chevaruni. And we're going to talk about this week's upcoming fight card. We're back. Episode 50. That's right. <laughs> Halfway to 100. Chevy, before we get started, what do we got coming up? June 11th, we're going to be previewing UFC 275 to share versus Prochaska. And then June 18th, UFC Fight Night Cater versus Emmett. That'll be an early card, a 6 p.m. Eastern card. And then July 2nd, that's International Fight Week. We're going to be previewing UFC Adesanya versus Cannoneer. That's 276. All right. So some good fights coming up. We're going to talk about this coming UFC fight night this week. As me and Chevy discussed beforehand, there's going to be a lot of names. I do not know how to say. Me either. Yeah. I have a speech impediment, folks. (laughs) 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 Now, (laughs) I I do want to say one more thing before we get to this, too. MMA Jeopardy last week. I had a blast. Obviously, we need to get a more up-to-date program the next time Mm -hmm. we do it, but I thought we had fun with it, and it's a great idea, and maybe we'll get some guests on for uh, future episodes. But yeah, I think that's about it, right? Yeah, that one was a little bit bit dated by like six years or so. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's get right to this card. Not a lot really going on that I know of in the fight world this week we were talking about. There's a lot of people talking about potential, like, you know, Conor McGregor. There's people tweeting out there. You know, there's people talking. There's always people tweeting, yeah. Yeah. So to me, it's like, ah, there's no news. There's some PFL fights we were talking about that was made. Kayla Harrison and Julia Budd. Roy McDonald has another fight coming up in the PFL tournament. They're all July 1st, which will be for wrestling fans, Money in the Bank weekend. And for MMA fans, it'll be International Fight Week as well. Adesanya and Kenier, as Chevy mentioned. So, big weekend. But let's talk about this weekend coming up. Volkov and Rosenstruck. I only highlighted one prelim fight. I don't know what you looked at, but I was just looking at the main event on the prelims. Felice Herring versus Karolina Kovalkiewicz. Yeah, I did not highlight any prelim fights, though. It's not a super deep card, so this fight looks to be good, though. Felice has lost her last three, including a split decision to Carolina in 2018. Meanwhile, since then, Carolina has lost every fight since that. Five fights. After that that fight, she got knocked out by Andrade. It was a bad knockout, and I think personally, you know, maybe that she's lost a step since that knockout. It was a brutal knockout, so I think both girls might be fighting for their job at this point so i'm rooting for carolyn i like her i think she's cool 
Yeah, she's a really good girl, but I think out of the two of them, she definitely seems like she's had to rough her last. I mean, a five fight losing streak. The only yeah. thing I would say is I feel like she's taking more time off. So that could I, be, I that. you know, if you're getting knocked out, you're getting beat up all the time. Maybe taking time off isn't the worst thing, you know? Right. The last time she fought was, well, she was submitted in August 7th of last year. So when was Herrig? Getting this up right now. Her last fight was 2020 so actually harris had more time off believe it or not i was surprised by that okay well we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah uh, we'll see what happens yeah. it goes to a draw <laughs> yeah. they both just get cut if it goes to a yeah, draw. <laughs> an exciting draw <laughs> yeah let's get started with the fight card we got some names here that are going to be tough but this one's not alonzo metafield 11 and 3 kko's two subs one decision performance of the night his biggest win i saw was over paul craig he is coming off a loss you know those three losses are all in the UFC uh, against tougher competition. And this guy he's fighting is Askar Mazarov. Sure. That's what I got. He's 21 and 11. He's on a four fight win streak. He's got 13 KOs, six subs, and two decisions. I think this might be his UFC debut. Yeah, it is. So I like Alonzo. I think Alonzo is explosive. And I'm not seeing anything off this guy's record that jumps off the page. It's going to say he's going to be a force where I feel like Alonzo is a guy we talk about who gets rushed sometimes. Like, I think there's a lot of potential with this guy. And I don't know. I think this is a fight that hopefully will build him up. And I like this guy a lot. So, yeah, I'm going to pick Alonzo. Maybe it's with my heart, but I think he'll get it done. Uh, first round knockout. So I'm a fan of Alonzo as well. I think that this fight could be very exciting. I was looking at Oscar's, you know, record. He has quite a lot of fights now, but he started his career off with three straight losses. Yeah. And if you start your career off with three straight losses right. and you keep going, that says a lot about you. Like you, you have to be a real fighter, I would imagine, to keep going after that. And then to look at the other end of his record, his two most recent fights are finishes. I think in the first round, he finished a guy in 27 seconds and then in 33 seconds so he's on fire right now i think it's going to be a quick fight first round knockout for either guy i'm hoping it's for alonzo but i'm not sure i don't know enough about Ascar, so i'm gonna say first round knockout for metafield because that's what i want to happen okay and then we have a flyweight fight the ruka adhasaf adhasvi that's what i'm calling him he's interesting though he's got four wins and three losses that's his whole record that's like a bellator record right but he's fought in Bellator and he's yeah. fought in UFC. And I think the reason why was because he had a 16 and three kickboxing record. He's one and two in the UFC. He lost his debut. And then, you know, he does, he's coming off a victory now. The guy he's fighting is old. Oz- Ode, I think is his Ode? name. Ode. Ode. Okay. Ode. Okay. Ode. I like it. Uh, he's 10, four and one, four KOs, four subs, two decisions. And he's two and two in the UFC. So based off of the fact that this guy's only gone to decision twice, and Zaruka has two half his fights have been KOs, but he's also got like you know a sixteen to three kick. And he's a kickboxer. I- I'm gonna guess these guys are gonna cut, bring it, and we're gonna try to get another finish here. So I'm gonna go with the kickboxer Zaruka. I'll say he gets it done. I'll go with another early one. I'll go round one. I think Ode is gonna come in and just try to wrestle him because he knows that he, he's gonna have the edge in that in that area of mixed martial arts. So I I think maybe we get a potentially boring fight. I, I hope you're right and we get some fireworks standing up. But I think we might just see a guy who's not his his first love isn't wrestling. We're just gonna watch him try to wrestle. Well, so I, I'm gonna go with a decision, boring decision for Ode, and I hope I'm wrong. All right. 
We got women's flyweight, Pollyanna Botella. She is eight and four, six KOs, two decisions, two fight win streak. When she's taken on making her UFC debut, Corrine Silva. Mm-hmm. Corrine is 14 and four. She's got nine KOs and five subs, and she's on a five fight win streak coming into the UFC. That is interesting because this is women's flyweight action, and it's not like you get a lot of finishes at that weight class. This girl's never gone to decision. So one one time she has one decision, I believe. She does have one. I think so. I have it down for nine KOs, five subs. But regardless, okay, maybe once. I see back in the comments, Cage Mike, Silva is live for submission round one, but anything after I have Polly by decision. Interesting. So he likes probably Polly because of the big, you know, UFC fight experience. That makes sense. I'm going to go with Silva, though. I mean, I don't know. Some of that explosive and Hotel is on a two-fight losing streak. I don't know. I'll go with Silva with the upset. What the hell? I'll keep it going. Round one. <laughs> Finish. Man, it's going to be an exciting fight card, huh? You're calling it right now. It's under <laughs> the radar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of the time, those ones are bangers. But Pollyanna has lost three of her last four. So I think she's fighting for her job. I'm thinking that UFC jitters and overconfidence might be a key for this going against Silva. So I'm going to go with Pollyanna. I think she gets a TKO in round three. Okay. And back is saying that Silva has cardio issues because most of her fights have only gone, haven't gone past round one. Mm-hmm. So that is interesting. We'll see. I say she gets it done. She's a live dog around one. I love it. All right. Michael Trozano is next. He is fighting Lucas Almeida. I wonder if he's in relation to Thomas Almeida. Michael Trozano is nine and two. He got two KOs, two subs, and five decisions. He was also the winner of the Ultimate Fighter Undefeated, Ring of Combat Champion, Featherweight, MMA Maverick Lightweight Champion. Almeida is 13 and one, eight KOs, four subs, and for some reason, Tapology has one other. So I don't know if that was a, K- a DQ or an injury or something, but nonetheless, doesn't sound like he's gone to decision. Maybe he's gone to decision once. What do you see happening here? I don't. I don't even know how to pick this one because Almeida sounds like he's a swinger, but I don't know. Well, Almeida had a loss on the Contender Series, right? I believe went back to Jungle Fight after that and got a win, and now he's getting his shot in the UFC. Hmm. So I watched that season of Tough with Michael Trezano. I like the guy. I think. I think he's a good fighter. I think he's fought the tougher competition. So I'm gonna go with him. I, I don't really don't know that much about Lucas Almeida, but. I'm going to go with Trezano. I think it's going to be a decision. Tough fight. Well, you know what I say? First round finish. First round knockout. (laughs) Keep it going. We got Dan Ige versus Mosova Elevov. Ige, obviously bigger fight experience UFC. He's 15 and 5. He's on a two-fight losing streak, though. Four KOs, five subs, six decision. Performance of the night twice. Mosavar is 15 and 0. And he's 5 and 0 in the UFC. But here's the thing. He's only got he's got three KOs, four subs, eight decisions. So a lot of decisions. So I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna keep going with some of the guys we don't know. I'm gonna go with Mosavar, but I'll go with a three-round decision there. Yeah, the UFC is not doing Dan Ige any favors. He lost three of his last four, but obviously he's fighting the top tier of the featherweight division. But I don't think they did him any favors with this fight either. This guy is not super well known. I think he has five fights in the UFC and they're, they're all wins. Yeah. But yeah, he's not a big name guy or anything. I think he's going to just going to outpoint Dan Ige and Dan's probably going to get beat up. 
and we'll all feel really bad for him at the end of this fight. <laughs> yeah, you have more of a gloom <laughs> of this card. I hope yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right, we got Rosenstruck here. Jerohizio Ger- Rosenstruck versus Alexander Volkov. Volkov is 34 and 10, 22 KOs, three subs, nine decisions. I believe he's a former Bellator heavyweight champion, too. Rosenstruck is 12 and 3, 11 KOs, only one decision. The guy was 76 and 8 and 1 as a kickboxer. He's beaten guys like Andre Avalosky, Alistair Overeem, JDS. So, you know, he's been in there with big name fighters. He's not going to be intimidated. My thing with Rosenstruck is I think he needs to knock him out. I don't think Volkov has to knock Rosenstruck out. You know, he could point fight. He can keep his range. Rosenstruck needs to KO. I think Volkov probably has the better cardio of the two. That being said, I'm picturing a Black Beast-like moment here where Volkov's (laughs) going to get caught at some point. Not round one. I'm going to say a little later. I'll go round four. KO. Okay. All right, so this one, I, I I find it hard to call this one because Volkov, well, Rosenstruck is, has the faster hands. He's more powerful, but uh, his cardio, like you mentioned, is probably an issue. And Volkov only seems to lose to guys who are more athletic than him or the Black Beast. You know, and there's there's only one black beast. So I'm going to go with Volkov's fight IQ, getting him through this. I think you're right. He's just going to end up outpointing him. I, I don't see Jarzino getting in any sort of real trouble. I think he's just going to get tired and then get jabbed or teep kicked to the end of the fight. So I'm going to go with Volkov decision. Yeah. I mean, I think that's where we're headed. Back when he thinks Volkov has slowed down and he thinks Rosestruck will counter with a big shot, you know, landing overhand. I think that's a possibility because that is an interesting point that Volkov might have slowed down. Because, I mean, his last fight with Aspinall was he didn't look well. I credit that a lot to Tom Aspinall, who I thought just looked outstanding. Mm-hmm. But it's something to consider going into this as well. That's true. Yeah, I was saying Rosestruck has current. I, I, I guess I'm thinking of some fights that were kind of really slow with Rosenstruck, but at the end of the day, I mean... I think Volkov will push the pace on him a little yeah. bit and purposely try to tire him out, though. Yeah, you know, we will see. It's an interesting matchup. What do you see for the winner of this? Who cares? <laughs> I really don't care about either one of these guys. Oh, man. Now, did you always feel that way? Because I actually used to be, like, these guys had potential in my mind at one point. And now I've kind of feel like they're just yeah, it's whatever. My favorite thing about Volkov is the giant Oni mask tattoo on his back. Other than that, I couldn't care less about either one of these guys. <laughs> Winner gets the neither state. neither one of them is ever going to be champ. So yeah, I agree at this point. I mean, I think even though you pick Volkov, I would say Rosentruck just because he hasn't been around as long would have the better chance if he could change his game up. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. It's interesting. You know, Rosentruck has that win over uh, Avalosky. I'd be interested to see what Avalosky right now, even though that last fight he had was questionable. Like, you know, if that fight would look any different, just because, like, even though he's older, he's constantly evolving. He's got a different style, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So, but we're talking about Arvalovsky. Like, I don't see that guy. He's not going to be world champion. You know what he's I mean? not going to be yeah, world champion. Yeah, he changed his career around, and he's keeping himself in the UFC. But yeah, you know. he's a guy. We'll get a little off topic here because we didn't have a lot to talk about this week. But would you see Arvalovsky benefiting from going to a different promotion, like you know maybe a Bellator or something? Could he be a little more money in another promotion? I assume the UFC takes pretty good care of him based on his name value and how long he's been around. But do I do I think he could? be champ in some other division he's looked great uh, especially for his age and he's been protect protecting his chin a lot better with this new fighting style so i don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that if he went to you know pfl bellator might be a little bit tough i'm not saying he would beat ryan bader right he could (laughs) could. yeah he could be champion in one of those other promotions it's not going to happen in the ufc but no. Wouldn't that be some shit? It would be. That's what I'm saying. You know? <laughs> it's a good side. Randy, I'd love to go to International Fights Week sometime. It'll be this year, but maybe someday. You know? Yeah. Just be out on assignment. <laughs> and we can monetize this podcast. Maybe we can get there. Yeah, yeah. Anyone got any ideas? Back there, no, you got a podcast. You got any monetizing ideas? Yeah. Send them my way. Send me a twinkle down or something. You know? yeah. If you're doing all right, just send me a crumb. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. That's it. Randy asked us if we heard about Masvidal and Connor, or do you think we'll get that matchup? I guess we'll we'll, we'll touch on that. Do you think that's the matchup we get with Connor? I think that's the matchup we should get because Mm -hmm. I don't think Connor deserves a title shot or anything. No, there's other matchups we could do. Yeah, but yeah, right. I don't think we deserve a title shot. Like I I mean, I I think if he wants to come back and make the most money possible, that's the fight to make. You know, it's a winnable fight for him. Huge money fight for Masvidal, who's got to be milking as much as he can out of this because, as far as I'm concerned, he doesn't be deserve to be at the top tier, but uh, welterweight. So why not fight for the money fight? So yeah, so Nate Diaz could be the most money, but Nate Diaz only has that one fight left on his contract. He says he wants out for that reason and the fact it's a winnable fight for Nate. I'm thinking we don't get Nate Connor three at this point. I wish they would just give him Dustin or something. Like I'm so sick of hearing about Nate Diaz. <laughs> I'm sick of reading his shit on Twitter. Like the FC, what are you doing to this guy? Just give him a fight and let him be on his way. Like right, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Either. Give him something. Give him a guy that you know it's gonna probably like you know beat him up. You know, unless you know that's like that Hamza thing. If you really wanted to punish him or whatever, you would have made that Hamza fight. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think. And other fights, I guess, for Connor, I think would be Tony Ferguson is always out there. They're both Chandler. Yeah. And, you know, it'd be exciting fight stylistically. Chandler, of course, I'm sure would take that fight. But, you know, I'm, <laughs> Charles Overe would take that fight, but I don't think that's... Right. Everyone you know, would take the fight. Yeah. 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 But I think a good fight based off of name value and the records, I think the two that make the most sense to me would be Ferguson or Masvidal. You can do Masvidal because he's got two named attractions. Or you can do it with Ferguson because you have two named attractions who are, as far as we know, both want to be lightweight champion. Right. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Jorge needs to pay all these legal bills that <laughs> Colby's hooking him up with. So I think he needs that Connor fight. Yeah. I'm sure he would love that because it's a winnable fight for him as well, too, obviously. And then you got Jorge's basically made a name off himself off of beating up named lightweights at this point, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. And getting into fight in, uh, backstage areas so. right yeah 
But true. All right. I, I, I did see also a little back and forth where he was going to give Wonder Boy a shot, another shot. He wanted to get that fight back. The nicest motherfucker versus the baddest motherfucker. I mean, I don't know where Wonder Boy is at right now at this point in his career. So it, it could be, but I would favor Wonder Boy. Right. Yeah. I would too. And, and it'd be a good payday for Wonder Boy. So, yeah, that would be nice to do like an M- M- NF- M- NMF title. That'd yeah. That would be- All right. Why don't we tell people what they got coming up one more time? All right. June 11th, we're going to be previewing USC 275 to share versus Prochaska, your new light heavyweight champion, Yuri. June 18th, UFC mm-hmm. Fight Night Cater versus Emmett. That'll be an early card. This card also is an early card. This Volkov versus oh, yeah. uh, Rosenstruck card, I believe, it starts at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard oh, yeah. Time. So we always love those here on the East Coast. Thank you, Dana. And then July 2nd, that's going to be UFC 276 out of Signer versus Canadian, or that's International Fight Week. There we got it. Some big fights coming up. Guys, we'll have more to talk about next week. For that, now we're out. Just the combat cast, and we'll see you at the fights. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 